Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. This is Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live New York City, Friday, February 2nd. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, Ryan Leaf is here for Peter Schrager, who's on his way to the Senior Boy. And Kyle, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going to Orlando, Florida. I got the Pro Bowl jersey on, representing Jerry Rice. But uh, today, my 10-year-old son and I will fly to Orlando. We're going to the Pro Bowl. I'm working on Sunday with uh, the network. And uh, my son, it's like I'm taking him to Football Comic Con. Like, he is so excited. Huge, like, little 10-year-old football fan. He wants to – he's got a list of the guys he wants to meet. And we went over the rosters. Wants to meet Derrick Henry. Wants to meet the OG. Wants to meet C.J. Stroud, Jalen Hurts, Tua, Tyreek. My wife's favorite player now is Amon Ross, St. Brown, who's down there. She loves Amon Ross. So we're going to try to get a picture with him. I'm being the cool dad this week. I'm taking him down to Orlando, and he is so excited. I'm more excited than he is, though. One time you coached me up on how, if I ever ran into Taylor Swift, that that conversation should go. Have you gone through the script of Calvin about, like, this is what are you going to say? How are you going to do this? Yeah, it's mostly just speak up, speak up. Because I know how the players are going to go. Hey, big man, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. You play football? Yeah. What position you play? And I'm like, we, we're drilling it. And then, you know, <laughs> he's, he's, he's got this awkward thing, though, because he says my, his favorite player by far is T.J. Watt, mm-hmm. who won't be there. And they said, I said, they might ask you who's your favorite player. And he said, well, I don't want to lie to them and say them. I say, don't. Just take T.J. Watt right to their face. And if they have a problem with it, who has a problem with T.J. Watt? He's incredible. So he's a little nervous, mm. but we're ready. Yeah, we're ready. own it. You got to own oh, it, especially. That's fantastic. Just speak up. Uh, all right. Speak I can't up, wait please. to hear how this goes. I'm looking at your <laughs> Look feet. Look him in the eye. <laughs> Firm handshake, Cal. Have an awesome time. Calvin Brandt and the Brandt family. Time for the lead block. Come back. Lead block. Super Bowl 58, it cannot get here soon enough, nine days away. So Ryan Leaf in studio with us this morning. We're going to continue with this wordplay, if you will, with these quarterbacks, uh, phrase association, okay? You've got the phrase, we're going to give it to you, and then just immediate reaction right off the cuff, all right? Ryan, when I say Brock Purdy, 
and then oftentimes you're hearing game manager. Mm -hmm. How does that make you feel? It, it's, it's condescending. It, it, it's like saying you have a wonderful personality or she's with you. <laughs> it's, it's meant to be condescending. It's meant to be a slight. And anybody who knows football at all, it's not. What you would love every single week is to have the best game manager possible behind center. Because that means he's doing exactly what the scheme says. He's putting yourself in a good position to win. He's helping the defense out by not putting them in uncomfortable positions on the football field. You want a game manager back there. I think everybody gets so indulgent in it. It's what has been the, the, the definition of something that should be good instead is looked like and is literally condescending when somebody says it. It's not a compliment. I think it should ultimately change. And Brock Purdy can go a long ways here next Sunday of changing what people think game manager means to a lot of people. And I think, to your point, it is meant to be taken that way. But earlier we talked about intimidating quarterbacks. And we talked about for a defensive guy, when you have a certain quarterback that's on your schedule and you're getting ready for that game, there are certain guys that put fear in you or the possibility of embarrassment. I think sometimes when you say game manager, that's what people are talking about. You're saying, all right, Brock Purdy can be an excellent, terrific, great quarterback. And you can say, well, he fits in a game manager mold. And we say, we may say a guy like Patrick Mahomes, well, he's a guy that completely changes the game. You have no idea on a play-in and play-out basis what can possibly happen. So to your point, I think sometimes we use it as an insult, but I think what people are trying to say is that there's a difference between quarterbacks where I can say a guy like a Brock Purdy's a game manager and still respect and love his game and the fact that he does that, but I can also acknowledge that there's a difference of possibly a Patrick Mahomes who when he steps on the field at any given moment, you know it can be seven points from anywhere on the field and he can completely change the outcome of a game. And, and changing the outcome of the game is 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 dependent on what the game looks like. Like, if you look at the AFC Championship, you called this last week. Yeah. 30 of 39, 28 of those balls were within four yards of the yeah. line of scrimmage. That yeah. was an absolutely schemed game management play. The final play of the game to get that first down, they let him have it, got it over the top to MSV, puts it perfectly. You're asked to do different things as a quarterback. There were times this year and last year with, with Brock Purdy where they run an offense where if you're a defender out there and you're watching Kittle and Ayuk and Samuel coming at you and the McCaffrey coming out of the backfield, you're, you're catching. You don't know what the hell's going on. You know, you're trying to make it, and he's putting the ball perfectly in place. It, it, it's fun to watch and see how that happens, but you're exactly right. I mean, Patrick Mahomes changed the game, and I think one of the best things about Patrick Mahomes you could say now, too, is I think the guy's egoless. Mm. I, I think he has left the ego at the door. Definitely. Because he goes into games and is asked to do something last week that he said isn't it. necessarily who he is. He said the defense was playing so well at that point that I realized that I don't need to take chances. We just need to continue to play. Yeah, do way. whatever he has to to win the game. And I do think Brock Purdy is, is capable of doing that. And he just is in an incredible scheme. But you brought up Jerry Rice mm -hmm. and the fact that you talk about Steve Young. Mm -hmm. The argument around Brock Purdy, I think, if you want to make that argument, if you want to say that this is he's not a lead, it's the scheme, it's the players around him, mm -hmm. then you have to associate what you would say is game manager to the likes of Steve Young and Joe Montana. Mm -hmm. You just do. The, the, you know, Roger Craig was the original Christian McCaffrey. Sure. You know, the ability to do that. And then you have Ayuk. You have Debo Samuel, mm -hmm. John Taylor, Jerry Rice. Mm -hmm. Don't try to tell me either one of them are anywhere near what Jerry Rice's talent was and how much he made Joe Montana and Steve Young better. Mm -hmm. You had Brent Jones and Dwight Clark, George Kittle. I mean, it's it's very comparable. So if you want to make that argument, and I'll by the way, you can, but you better go 
Montana and Young are in that same type of boat, and they're in the same franchise, and they're under rule of Bill Wash, who brought in the scheme of schemes, the yeah. West Coast offense, mm -hmm. which is still being run today, mostly Hall of Famers, like too. Kyle Shanahan. Mm -hmm. I have come to hate the term so much. Yeah. I, I hate it. There was a time when it was a really fresh, kind of interesting way to describe quarterbacks and quarterback play, and that was like 15 years ago. Yeah. It is a dumb, stale, tired fart of a, of a take that we do in our industry. I hate it so much. If you're listening to a podcast or you're doing this and like they're they're using game manager earnestly like you're bored you're skipping you're pressing it's it's tired guys it's so stupid i hate it it's almost like on our show we have certain taboos like that we've i don't like talking about x factors i don't like pretenders versus contenders it is just stock sports talk it's dumb it's game manager i, I don't want, i want to ban it from the show i don't want it on the Wait. show and for the rest of the super bowl i don't want to hear the term game manager are you guys fine with that i'm in the shift manager right now you guys can do it in the next show no more game manager. Certainly not Brock Purdy. If you want a guy who plays really conservatively and is part of a thing that just checks down and has modest stats and wins because of it in the Super Bowl, we can go back. I'll show you Brad Johnson on the Buccaneers. Brad Johnson was great at it. It's because he had this all-time defense. Yeah. He wouldn't make big mistakes. He had good running, good receiver. Like it was, And I love Brad Johnson. Brock Purdy is not that. Have you watched one game? Have you watched <laughs> the highlights? Did you see him spin out of sacks and throw off-scheduled plays? There's no game manager, even if we were using that term. So I, it's just like, it's... Well, well, we have to talk about this guy. There's, he's, there's nothing distinguishable about him. He's a late draft pick. We already talked about that. He's not big. He's not fast. He's not crazy. He doesn't say anything. So let's just do, let's take the let's take the game manager conversation we've done a thousand other times and let's do that for a couple weeks until this is the Super Bowl. I hate it. I won't abide it. I'm not going to tolerate it at this table. Stop using the term game manager. It's not, not my Brock Purdy. In general, it sucks. You're boring when you're talking about it. Stop it. Maybe he can coin a new term called wins manager because okay. at this point, if he wins a Super Bowl, that's what he can do. Fine. Did the story come out yesterday from Jed York during his media availability, mm. the CEO of the 49ers. Yeah, great. This was fantastic. So, tra uh, training I, camp of 2022. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan told me this. Kyle Shanahan. This? Ryan Greasy yeah, texted me about it when it was going on. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, it was just Jed York got pulled aside by Kyle Shanahan during training camp three months after Brock Purdy gets drafted. And he was like, I have to have a real conversation with you. I think our third quarterback is the best quarterback in training camp. And Jed heard that and he packed it away and they still made it. Wow. Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy on the depth chart. Accordingly, Trey Lance gets hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt. Mm -hmm. And Jed York claims now that this is why the team and ownership and executives and coaches had such calm about Purdy taking over is because mm. Kyle Shanahan flagged this for them in oh, August wow. of 2022, wow. which is awesome. So, even if he is whatever kind of adjective manager yeah. you want him to call him, he's taking the Super Bowl this year. So congratulations to the 49ers. This one comes with a big if. If the Chiefs win Super Bowl 58, do you connect the words Patrick Mahomes and GOAT, Ryan, and how does that make you feel? Uh, no. Stop it. Okay. Why stop? Uh, I want to do it. Why, uh, no, why stop, Ryan? It's okay. the prisoner of the moment thing. We're, we're here. We're in the last six years of the Patrick Mahomes era, and it's amazing. I mean, to say the start of what it is. But come on, come back to me when he's played in 10, mm -hmm. he's won seven, and we'll readdress. Until then, let's just enjoy the majesty. We don't have to uh, associate the greatest of all time in that moment. We don't know what the next 10 years are going to look like. What if Joe Burrow absolutely becomes the Mahomes over the next sure. decade and all of a sudden dominates that AFC? Or Josh Allen finally figures out a way to pull one out of the rafters and place it uh, at Highmark Stadium? You know, there's so much to the AFC. I mean, what if Aaron Rodgers all of a sudden shows up in New York and, and this team goes to a Super Bowl? It's not going to happen. But what if, you know? <laughs> it's what it is right now. And what it is right now is, is Patrick Mahomes is amazing. Enjoy the majesty of it. You don't have to associate the greatest of all time. You already have that. He's done it. 
He did it 10 times, and he won seven of them. <laughs> so when you get to that place, we will readdress. I think you have to start to have the conversation of Mahomes is chasing the goal. And yeah. you don't, to your point, you're not going to say, yes, right now Mahomes is the greatest of all time. But I think what he's accomplished so fast in his career, we have to have that conversation to say, all right, Mahomes is here. What's the likely or, or probability of him being able to catch up with Tom Brady? Hey, is that even possible? What are the factors that you think can possibly happen for him to get there? But I think we're, we're watching Mahomes do the same thing we've done all week, where we break down Brady's career and we break it up in segments. Well, Brady, through his first mm -hmm. season, six mm -hmm. seasons, he did this. Well, this is what Patrick Mahomes is. It's like, wow, well, the things Patrick Mahomes does is better than what Brady did in his first six seasons. So you definitely are not at the point where you're like, yes, Mahomes is the greatest of all time right now now he's passed Brady no he hasn't done enough he hasn't been in it long enough there's so many variables yes he has to stay healthy team stay intact all of those things but you have to start to have the conversation of Patrick Mahomes is on the trajectory whatever word you want to use to chase after Tom Brady to possibly be the greatest of all time in our sport because he's had so much success so fast in this league Four Super Bowls in the last five years is incredible. Every record that we're talking about, the Kansas City Chiefs, if they went back-to-back -back Super Bowls, it'll be the first time since who did it the last time? Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Yep. So I don't think it's time to say and label him the GOAT, but I think it's time to have the conversation. Well, here's what's fun because of the stakes. If you're someone who rolls your eyes at this conversation or if it says prisoner of the moment, all that, if Mahomes loses next weekend, it comes to a screeching halt. Yep. I really do think so. Mm -hmm. Because then he's 2-2 two and two in Super Bowls, and the Brady comparisons really lose a lot of steam because it's Brady, and then you start talking Jordan. It's just, it's, you can't go 2-2. Two and two. You're 500 in Super Bowls. But I, I think we're, we're in, we love branding things now. So, GOAT, greatest of all time. That's just the greatest. Your career, the, the, the biggest, the greatest legacy is Brady. I always look at BOAT, the best of all time. I've never seen the position played better than Rodgers. Rodgers is my BOAT. He's not the greatest. That. He doesn't have the rings and the career, but he's, I don't think anybody's ever played quarterback better than Rodgers. I think right now with Mahomes, we have the GROAT, which is the greatest run of all time. Like, we're we're in four Super Bowls in six years. That's unbelievable. Brady never did that. Aikman was in three in a series of five years, but four and six. And if it's three wins, it's the greatest stretch. I don't know. Soap. I lost it. Soap. <laughs> I need some. The, long, the greatest stretch we've ever seen. He's doing something that Brady never so did. But no, the GOAT stuff, like, God, that word is so tired. I'm almost ch tempted to put it with Put it in the pile of game Not yet. That's an unconquerable thing. Yeah. Remember when, like, Beyonce tried to get that picture of her taken off the internet at the Super Bowl? Mm. You can't take it off the internet. I can't stop GOAT. It's too big of a machine. Ugh. But no, like, I think Jason's point is it's okay to say trajectory mm -hmm. on pace guy. But Ryan's right. Like, it's, just, it's, it's extremist. It's prisoner of the moment. Ten Super Bowls, ten Super Bowls, ten Super yeah. Bowls. Keep saying it. And when he's there... Then we'll have a conversation. The more you were talking about it, I was about to campaign back to you that do we put GOAT in the same game you manager? You can't. It's an uncageable beast. You can't no. stop Why GOAT. Why not too just... Big. Uh, too big. Too big. It's like Riz, Jamie. You can't stop it. It's out of the cage already. <laughs> can't stop it. Can't stop. You're speaking Riz. Of goat, can't never. Riz speaking King. Of goat, speaking of Riz. Riz GOAT. Can't go anywhere else now except to Cam, Cam Wolf. Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us. What happened last night? I love it. I love it. Uh, I appreciate you guys. You guys, you guys are having a bunch of fun. We're having fun here at the Pro Bowl. I'm about an hour outside of practice here in Camping World Stadium. But I want to take you back to last night's action because it was a blast to watch these quarterbacks go through the precision passing and in particular the last round as we see Baker Mayfield beat out C.J. Stroud. The last time we saw Baker Mayfield with Tampa, they ended up losing to the Lions. Amon Ross St. Brown is doing a celebratory dance, mocking kind of Baker Mayfield's dance. Now teammates in the Pro Bowl, Baker 
gets together with Amon and they do the dance together, man. I love that. I love that from Baker. I love it from Amon. These guys are having the competitive nature from the Pro Bowl as well. I mentioned in the last hit, I'm right next to these guys in dodgeball as you see them nailing these balls like as hard as they can, trying to hit their teammates, laughing, joking. These guys are loving the experience. And I actually got a chance to talk to Cowboys receiver CeeDee Lamb after that event. And he told me this was like going back to middle school for him. He said, I just love to attack, attack, attack. And he had a favorite moment he wanted to share as well. I went for the NFC. Which one was your best more, best hit? Which one did you enjoy the most? I caught it, got somebody out, then I hit sauce right after. So uh, the double whammy was, yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah, that was real. Appreciate you, C. Day. Enjoy, man. Congrats. Yeah, double whammy. He uh, hit sauce Gardner, caught a pass, hit another player. It was awesome. Derrick Henry, also a huge MVP in that game. He caught two passes and hit another player. These guys were taking it back to their childhood. You're on fire, Cam. You're getting all the good gets. You're getting the sound bites out of them. We're really thankful for what you're doing for us. And I know the work is not over. What's going on this weekend, my friend? What's in store? Tell us more. Yeah, Kyle, we're at Camping World Stadium now, and so in about an hour, we'll see the NFC players, the stars, show up here for practice, the Pro Bowl version of practice. And so we'll get a couple of interviews there and send them back in-house of some of the stars here. But they're setting up for Sunday's flag football game. They got rid of the padded game they used to have, quote-unquote, where there wasn't much tackling involved, and now they're doing flag for the second year in a row. And we had a lot of great moments in last year's flag game. If you remember, Stefan Diggs played quarterback for one snap, threw an interception to his brother Trayvon Diggs on the other side and then had to chase him down. And then there was the moment where Tyreek Hill is running in for a touchdown. He gets smacked by Jalen Ramsey. It's not supposed to be a contact sport, but can't tell Jalen Ramsey that. And then two months later, Jalen gets traded to the Dolphins, their teammates. Jalen has to apologize to Tyreek. I'm eager to see what the moment is in this year's game and keep an eye on tug of war. The big fellas are playing tug of war. Oh, yeah. Guys like Quentin yes. Williams, Lane Johnson, Deion Dawkins. Yeah. The big fellas, I want to see the tug of war. Uh -huh. And I would, I, Cam, can you confirm that the tug of war is played over a foam pit? So, like, man, if those guys go down, yes. they, 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 big tree fall hard. Okay, cool. <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. Cam, it's going to be you. a blast. Thank I you can't so wait. much. Enjoy Orlando. It really, really is. Pro Bowl games, tug of war. That's my favorite one that I'm looking for. They have a to. cool thing, Jamie, where the teams are like four big dudes. Thank you, Cam. Four big dudes, and then like a punter. Four big dudes and a kicker. If you see the roster, uh, that's how the teams are set up. It's like in a rowing, yeah. uh, the coxswain. Is yeah, like the, I'm the telling you. Where do they put the specialist? <laughs> do they put him in the front so he's the first one to go in the foam Pro pit? Or? I probably. Usually in tug of work, eventually the anchor is in the back. Yeah. Like the big dog big is in the back. Yeah. Like Quentin Nelson will be back yeah. there. But I'm telling you, they did a funny thing I like with that. that. So do I. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, still to come on Good Morning Football. The Panthers got their guy in new head coach, Dave Canales. And guess what? He's coming on Good Morning Football. All right. Talk to him. Oh. What's up, coach? Plus. Tony Richardson, is he the greatest blocking fullback of all time? We love Lorenzo Neal. We love a lot of them. But T. Rich blocked for some 3,000-yard rushers, I swear. Join us in studio next, an old friend. talking about Super Bowl 58. Them Chiefs! Hey, guys. It's Steve Cavino from Cavino & Rich. Here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. 
like a rugged half-ton tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Back on Good Morning Football. Joining us now is one of the best quarterbacks to ever play this game. Yeah, we were talking about dogs and yeah. everything. He's great. He's a four-time Pro Bowler, recipient of the Byron Wizard White NFL Man of the Year Award, and a member of the 2000s All-Decade Team. But this is the fascinating thing. He blocked for a 1,000-yard rusher nine consecutive seasons. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the breakfast table, our guy fullback, Tony Richardson. Hey! hey. hey. Doing pretty good. How about great you guys? Great to see you. Great oh. to see you as well. Always great to see you. And I know you know the Chiefs well. You were yep. there and the whole nine. And they made it back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Could you say going into the season, the way it went, you would have expected them to be back again? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Like, uh, obviously, you know, the week one loss was, uh, was you know, obviously with some receivers and things mm-hmm. of that nature. But as they started playing throughout the season, I was like, okay, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> but I got to be honest, and I hate to say this, Go going, in, going yep. into Baltimore, I didn't think there was a chance in the world. I just thought, like, the Ravens' defense was too good. I mm-hmm. thought that crowd was going to be too much, and um, and they showed up. So, uh, yeah, so it's it's very surprising. But mm-hmm. it's uh, but you got Patrick Mahomes, you always got a chance. Got a chance. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the, the reasoning behind us. They're playing in their fourth Super Bowl <laughs> in five, five years, but hasn't always been a culture of success in Kansas City. You were there during a time where you tried to get to that place. What do you think this Chiefs run in recent years has done for the fan base? I mean, it's incredible. I mean, because I think about, 
you know, we had three 13 and three years when I was with the Chiefs. Uh, unfortunately, um, lost. We had the first round by, you know, lost in the, you know, every, in the, in the, I guess, the second round every single time. But yeah, I think a lot of my buddies are getting spoiled. Like, I talked to one of my friends that lives in Kansas City, and it's something they expect every single year now. And I'm like, man, what, what happened? Like, I wish I could have had a run like that, but it's, uh, it's pretty special. You know, it's interesting. Like, even a few weeks ago, when they were like, this is going to be Patrick Mahomes' first time for a playoff game on the yeah. road, I'm like, that is absolutely insane. The thing that as many times as much success, first time on the road, and I think that says a lot about Andy Reid, um, that culture, that staff, and everything else. We got the Pro Bowl weekend going on. It's, it's a big deal that Kyle Juszczyk was not at the Pro Bowl. He's yep. there every year in the fullback spot. He's only not there because of the 49ers are in the Super Bowl. But let's just talk about you. You were you went to three Pro Bowls. Three Pro Bowls, yeah. What are your memories? All you guys got memories about Pro Bowls. What did you remember about it? This is a different deal back in the early 2000s. Yeah, to me, it was one of the greatest honors I think I could have possibly received. And for me personally, it had a little special meaning because I remember I was at home. My phone rang when we had home phones. Yeah. And I looked, and it said Lamar Hunt. And and I still have that phone that has his number in there. And he literally called me on my home number and, and congratulated me on making the oh. Pro Bowl. And first of all, I'm like, I'm about to get cut. So I'm like, you know, you see, you see the order call you. Yeah. And then, you know, it was just because that was one of the greatest honors you can you can have, especially for a fullback, because they only take two. So for the years I was in the AFC, it was always me and Lorenzo Nell. Mm -hmm. And then in the NFC, it was Max Strong and guys like that. And so you know, it was just a greatest honor, and uh, I actually texted uh, C.J. Ham last night because he's taking uh, C.J.'s my boy, so he's actually taking uh, Hussex's uh, place. But I've had a chance to talk to Kyle, and like, now he's—I uh, mean, first of all, he went to Harvard. Yeah. But on, on top of that, I mean, that sideline catch. Uh, the, to the toe type swag. Yeah. yeah, I can't do that. I and can't, I can't go across can't the middle. <laughs> well, it's funny because when I first came to the Jets, you know, Mangini was like, oh, we need leadership. We're bringing you in. Yeah, yeah. About two weeks into camp, he was like, yeah, I really don't like fullbacks. And I'm like, what is that? And he was, you know, the, what, the biggest thing he said when you, a fullback lines up in the backfield is always a tail. So he wanted, I guess, quote unquote, that tight end type body that can motion out, run a seven route, run a nine route. I can't do that. And like, who said going across the middle and catching that almost like a slant? Mm -hmm. yeah. I, can't, I can't do that. That, that was that so was not do that. That, that's not in my wheelhouse. Let's see. You, listen, you lead block on junior say out yeah. 25 times a game. Well, yeah. You were pretty good. Well, yeah, that's, you know, for what I needed to do. They said, okay. Because, <laughs> you know, my biggest thing, and I tell people, once I put that extra snap on my helmet, <laughs> yeah. if my dad was over there, he was going to get it. He was going to get that work. <laughs> so that, that was just a, that was a mindset of a fullback. <laughs> but, you know, the thing about it, as a, you know, because right now, if I was with the Chiefs, I would probably not even be in a game because the RPOs and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Mm. Although Pacheco right here from Rutgers, yeah. he runs like a fullback. Like, that kid is stomping in the ground. So, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's a fullback you would have You would have found a way in this offense. You would have been... Blake, if Blake Bell, former quarterback at yeah. Oklahoma, can be a, uh, a tight end at Kansas City, you would have found Rich. your way, and, uh, and you and uh -huh. T, you and uh, uh, Travis Kelsey would be would be wrecking shop. I you, think. That yeah. play broke down. Juszczyk was floating in space, and he went and he put those toes right up on that line. Yeah. It was just like I'm here, I'm here. I mean, he had like a cup of coffee before that ball got to him, so he's all right. You you would have been just fine. You can do that. Yeah, Say but, it to yourself. I mean, you even look at guys like you know Mark Andrews. Like he, I mean, uh, not Mike Andrews, but uh, Ricard. Pat Ricard. Pat Ricard. Like he, he'll run a seven row. I'm like, no. Yeah, they never called me on running center route. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it, you know, it's pretty interesting totally that, you know, I like Hushek and I like his game, and yeah. I think he's one of the best fullbacks in the league. So you mentioned some of the adversity the Chiefs have gone through to get to this yep. point, going to Buffalo, going up against the Ravens defense. Do you still carry any doubt when you look at Super Bowl mm -hmm. 58 in no. terms of predicting how they will fare <laughs> against the 49ers? Yeah, I don't like, I don't get into to predicting, but I, don't, I, to me personally, like, you know, they've been there, they've done that. Obviously, the way Travis Kelsey is playing now, like, I mean, you start thinking about, 
GOAT status, and, and you hear that statistic, oh, he just broke Jerry Rice's record. Like, that's not something you just bat an eye at. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, when the playoffs, when the playoffs come, I think that, that they're going to rise to the occasion. I don't like making predictions, but yeah. I do think that the Chiefs are going to win this I game. Hear you. Yeah. There, there it goes. Uh, well, I didn't make a prediction. I said they're going to win. I'm, okay, we're not getting the scores. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not getting the scores. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love just hearing you talk about your experiences because I mentioned before, Nine consecutive seasons, a thousand yard rush, and that's Adrian Peterson, that's yep. Brees Holmes, that's Larry Johnson, some of the elite running backs. As you look at that position, is there a specific trait or something about those guys that makes them special and separates them from the rest? Yeah, I think the biggest thing, I think each running back has different running styles. Um, obviously, Priest was more of a patient style runner where, you know, we would he would come to my house on Thursday nights, we'd watch film together as a running back group. And so he was always methodical of knowing where everyone was supposed to be. And then you get a guy like Larry Johnson was just like full speed ahead. And then I get to Minnesota, and they were like, oh, we just drafted this kid named Adrian Peterson. He took a sweep. I was on the sideline, and I was like, I've never seen... First of all, he had muscles that I've never seen <laughs> yeah. before. I'm like, I know how you get this muscle, but how do you get that muscle? <laughs> but the way Adrian Peterson was able to turn the corner, run with power, run with speed, and mm -hmm. things of that nature was just special. And then, you know, Thomas Jones, you think Tom, TJ's oh, Thomas right now... Jones. Well, TJ's probably working out right now. He had, oh, yeah. still. He's, he's still lifting weights. Biceps all yeah. day. And then you get Ladanian. So you look at a guy like Ladanian, a Hall of Famer. So I was Ooh, fortunate. Man. But for me, the way I look at it, it was a product of our offensive line. Like, I played with some Hall of Famers, you know, Steve Hutchinson, uh, Willie Rowe, Will Shields, uh, Casey Wigman, uh, Brian Waters. So across the board, they was like, oh, the fullback. I'm like, no, you know what? I was the benefit because there was no mesh. I just had to go block the safety, low, yeah. which, which I hated to do because safeties were some of the hardest hitters I've had to do. And right yeah. there, especially in that generation. Oh, All right, sure. so we... This generation, yep. we're constantly talking about what, Jason? Who's got the dog in him, right? We got that dog in him. Constantly. But this Friday night, yes. this is catchy copy here. You're going to have a different kind of dog. Hosted by Jesse Palmer. Yep. You're part of a new special NFL Dog Plays of the Year. This, I love it. Tell us all about it. Well, you know, it's pretty interesting. So I um, went down to Miami. It was December 17th of my birthday. Cool. But then the next day, we actually, um, it's going to be pretty cool, too. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. But literally, we got a chance to kind of commentate on the Dog Olympics. And so literally, like, this, these Let's dogs go. are athletic. And so for me, you know, it was me, Chris Carter, uh, mm -hmm. Santana Moss. And just to see the athleticism, so we're like, oh, man, look at that dog. He runs like Tyreek Hill. <laughs> yeah. or, like, or like, man, look at this dog. He's a diva, like a wide receiver. So <laughs> it, it's pretty interesting. But I did bring you guys. What do you some, got? I got some gifts because, you know, my dog Rambo, he's at home. I, play, I left the TV on, so whoever has uh, whoever has puppies, oh. I gotta tell your dog I said hello. Yeah. This is TV for the puppies, on. and then yeah. you know, my dog has so many treats, and so if you got a little rope, we can you know play a little fun. <laughs> this is that tug yeah. of war one, yeah. right? Yeah, the tug of war. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's interesting. Mine's too small. We we have a little 11 pound mini dog. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. named Oscar. Yeah. So that's more up. He'll rip that Let's apart. Trade because I have yeah. an 85 pound black <laughs> oh, yeah. lab, and there the stuffing will be all over my house in about You're, seven seconds. So this yeah. is more straight oh. up Toby's alley. You do have an 85. Because you need that. Sure, I know. Right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, so listen, on Friday nights, you're always sitting around maybe on the couch, like, what am I going to watch? You're going to watch oh. NFL Dog Plays of the Year. Dog Plays yep. of the Year. And, and, then tomorrow morning. and then tomorrow morning, uh, it's on the morning. Tony? Yep. I got it. 9.30 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I want to do this Hey, I used to be here quite a bit. I used Listen to be here quite a bit. Yeah. Tony used to sit here and host. Yeah. We would do yoga together. We like, did. you're an old Ooh. friend. Yeah, we so, did. for the record, 9.30 p.m. <laughs> Eastern mm -hmm. on Friday, Friday on night. ESPN mm -hmm. with a second airing yeah. tomorrow morning at NFL Network.
Network, 8 a.m. Eastern. Wouldn't that be Saturday morning? I want to get this right. What's this? When's the second airing? This will Tony do it. Yeah, so Saturday morning. So obviously, uh, <laughs> yeah, it said tomorrow. Yeah, Sat tomorrow. yeah. The, the damn copy was wrong. Tony, yeah. go. No, no problem. So tonight is going to air. Tonight's Friday. So tonight's going to air at 9:30 on ESPN. No pay the and then tomorrow. I, know, I mean, that's Friday. a beautiful thing. Though, but you know, if you look outside right now, it's literally cloudy. I didn't know what day it was when I got up, but I did have to take oh. Rambo for a walk this morning. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, tonight at 9:30, and then on on this network at 8:30 uh, in the morning. Does, so, yeah. does, does Jesse Saturday Palmer? Does Jesse Palmer like host everything? <laughs> Yeah, just, yeah, he has everything. And then, obviously, we got to congratulate Jesse. He just had a, a beautiful baby. Is that right? And he, had, he, and he had his puppy there, too. And so we, in the show, you're really going to enjoy it because we talk about how, like during COVID, when I was in Long Island City, mm -hmm. like Rambo really saved me because, you know, the walls close in. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I don't want to shower today. Maybe I don't want to go outside. And Rambo's like, no, we're going outside. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, dogs are uh, obviously a man's best friend. All right, so that's special. Uh, Sunday on CBS and then yesterday no, on the Spike no, Channel. No. Uh, that's, that's what we... <laughs> I was the worst I've ever done, Tony. You were so much better than me. No, no, no. God, that sucked. I love Tony. I love your jersey, man. I like Thank you. Jersey. Pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Well, speaking of Jerry Rice, Tony, awesome to see you. Come see back you well. anytime. Coming up, bring Rambo next time, okay? I will. How high is the ceiling for Bryce Young in year two? You know, it's a very specific question, and I feel like if we could just ask the head coach. Ah. Oh, we can. It's good. He's Dave Canales is coming on Good Morning Football. Great job, Tony. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Available with all wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7. Or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
Our next guest All is right. ready to begin his next chapter in Carolina. Everybody get fired up and pumped because we have the Panthers' new head coach, Dave Canales, Yo, coming in up, to the table. Morning, guys. Appreciate the juice. Morning. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'd love to see that big old smile early in the morning from you, Coach. We got to first say congratulations on getting the new opportunity. Well-deserved. I know you've worked your butt up to get to this point and got a chance to sit down and watch you yesterday going through the news conference and everything and being in that Panthers facility. So you got a little emotional talking about your wife, Lizzie, which was awesome to see from everybody watching. Just talk about what this opportunity means for you and your family. Uh, it's a dream of a lifetime. You know, this is something that, you know, 20 years in the making. I started off as a head coach. I think something I got to mention is I was a JV head coach at Carson High School, my alma mater. And uh, ever since that moment, I just, I knew I had found it. I knew I had found my passion, what I love to do. And from there, it was just trying to get the football education and uh, was able to, you know, go through that over the course of time and spend 14 years of it with Pete Carroll to really formulate an, an identity for how to win games. And uh, here we are, you know, just uh, been able to drive around town with my family, just have fun and see the city of Charlotte. We're so fired up to get here. Coach, what was the record of that JV team in your first year as a head coach? You guys win a lot of games? 10-game season, I think we were like 7-3. and three. It might have been 7-3 right. yeah, yeah, or something. Okay. Like. We, won, we won the league, <laughs> Marine League champs two years in a row. Had some some real battles with San Pedro High School. Came down to the wire, but sure. uh, <laughs> it was a really good time with a bunch of good friends. I love that. There's coaches out there right now saying, hey, hey coach, we beat him years ago. I don't know about him. <laughs> just three of them. Uh, yeah, exactly. Just three of them. <laughs> but uh, eight head coaches were hired in this cycle, four of them being minorities, including yourself. How encouraging it is it to see this trend going on in the NFL right now? I think it's fantastic. I think it just speaks to uh, the fact that it's there's so many great opportunities and, and there's, a, there's a great effort to make sure that we find just great minority talent at different levels in key positions, you know, throughout the NFL. And so those opportunities are becoming more real. And I'm just a, a living testament of just if you, you know, if you can show up and do good work, you know, let that speak for itself. So, Coach, the Panthers knew a change was coming for them midway through last season, at least in your position. But then also to make a change at GM, that is a whole new era beginning in Carolina. So the new GM is Dan Morgan. It's a guy that Panthers fans know, but you also do from your time together in Seattle. Take us back there, knowing him and why he is the right fit for you two to run this organization together. Yeah, I mean, it was great. You know, uh, Dan and I worked for seven years together in Seattle. The first two or three years, we were about two doors down on our east wing of our coaches uh, building. And for me, just the, the interactions I had with Dan is just a guy who just had conviction about what he believed and just a real knack for identifying talent and just what a good football player looks like having been one, you know? So that was a really important deal to come in here with the, a place where I knew a guy who we have a lot of key touch points and some reference points of players we've both seen have success. So we can reference that and say, hey, this guy reminds me of so-and-so, you know, and um, so I think that's a really uh, key part. And then just the alignment, the alignment of the attitude, the mentality, and then the environment we're trying to create here in Carolina for our team. Dave, currently Baker Mayfield is in Orlando, Florida, representing the NFC in the Pro Bowl and having a party down there. A year ago, he had just finished this strange cameo with the Rams and was at a crossroads and was being counted out a lot. He teams up with you in Tampa Bay, has this brilliant season to the playoffs, winning in the playoffs. You spent a lot of time with him. You were right there for this. What is Baker Mayfield made of? What, what makes him so different? 
What a stud. So I didn't know him. I just watched his story from afar. And so, you know, first thing we did was we sat down and just spent hours just kind of getting to know each other and to hear the road, the journey he had been on. You know, what I got there in Tampa in Baker was this guy who was really self-aware, who um, was reflective on his career, on the challenges and struggles that he found. And for me, it was about just bringing the joy and passion of football back into his life. And because he's such a vibrant, such a great leader, especially just in terms of connecting with his guys and really reaching out, touching every part of the team, not just the offensive side. So, you know, we just had this really tough, gritty, gritty guy that was willing to connect. And, you know, that saw us through some really hard times last season. And then, and then just to make sure that his talent was showcased. You know, this guy's got no limitations to what he can do with his arm. Really creative in how he moves in the pocket and finds things. And just an aggressive style of play. I mean, shoot, week one, you had him on the uh, angry scepter right off the bat you know and just he brings that kind of mentality every day it is pretty awesome he won the week one angry runs he got the scepters you guys against minnesota i have to ask coach you just gave this beautiful monologue about how tough he is and how much you like working with him you gotta clean his clock next year maybe twice you're gonna be seeing him in the division you gotta use all that against him how's that gonna go <laughs> I got the utmost respect for those guys, and I, you know, I got a little bit of insider information now. So um, <laughs> yeah. he's got, it, it's all about just trying to find a relentless pursuit of competitive edge, you know. So I got a, I got a little bit of a, of an edge there, but also they kind of saw some of the things we did first, you know, up close and mm -hmm. personal. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to that, you know, in our, in our pursuit to win the division. Coach Ryan here, you know, the reason why you were so highly sought after is simply because of, of your work with quarterbacks. Your time in Seattle with both Russell and then when Geno got the opportunity. And then you go to Tampa and there's a resurgence with Baker Mayfield. That's exactly what people are looking for because of what promise Bryce Young has. What have you had a chance to take a look at? And what are some of the speed bumps you hope to correct this year with the young quarterback that has just miles and miles of talent? Yeah, I mean, speaking specifically on Bryce, you know, being in Seattle for all those years, we were never anywhere close to getting a first overall pick in our time there because of just going to the playoffs year in and year out. And for me, just as I was prepping for the interview and watching Bryce, reminding myself of even just pulling my report that I had of him coming out of Alabama, all the things that he has, who he is, the way he's wired, the mobility, the accuracy, the calm under fire, just a really courageous passer. Um, all of the things that he brings, um, I just got more and more fired up for a chance to get my hands on this guy early on in his career, you know? And I think, you know, my big thing is just, we gotta get our football right. We gotta have a, um, an offensive plan that we're proud of. You know, EJ Evero on the other side and what they did in year one, you talk about finding a mentality and a style and a way to play like in one year, it's incredible what that defensive staff was able to do and get accomplished. And so for me coming into this thing, like let's build an identity of offensive football so that Bryce can just do his 111th. Doesn't have to feel like he's gotta be the star of the show. You just gotta do your part and be special three to five times a game in those critical situations and the rest of it, just do what the play asks you to do. Coach, I love the way you're breaking that down, the 111, doing what you're asked to do, the simple things to win a football game and to build a franchise on. And it hasn't been pretty in Carolina the past few seasons. There's been coaches and different things. And you're talking about identity. And the one thing that was said yesterday was when you, people see your logo, you want them to see fear. Mm. You want to be feared. You want guys that are pissed off dogs. Mm. Just talk about that intensity and the type of guys you're looking for this offseason. Yeah, I mean, it starts with this roster. And I think if you look at this team that really, you know, saw some hard days, you also saw a group that stayed together. 
You saw a group that didn't turn on each other. Even with all the change, you know, the, the things, the reports that I'm getting is just a bunch of high character guys who are really tough and they just want to get their football right. They just want to be able to go out and let it rip. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about the, uh, the foundation that we have to just really give them a toughness, a mentality, but then also just a real intelligence and a style of play. The one one critical thing I want to make sure that we're crazy about in practice is like, we got to create more turnovers on defense and offensively, we got to be smart about it and everything we do from the protection standpoint to anyone who touches the ball, like that's what our program is going to be built around is that attention to the ball. And I know that if we play that brand of football, we'll put ourselves in a good situation week in and week out. Coach, congratulations on your new job. We are thrilled for you. It was awesome Thank to you. get to know you this morning here on Good Morning Football. And frankly, your answer for so excited to get your hands on a young quarterback. Yep. You have such a fantastic track record for that. I'm sure Bryce Young is thrilled to hear that as Love well. It. Yeah, we're all fired up here. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Let's go. Come on. Very Can we fun. say quickly before Dave Canales, pretty cool. Panthers yeah, awesome. head coach, totally awesome. locked in, excited about Bryce Young. Bryce what do you Young. think about him, Jay? I love that you just hearing him talk about Bryce, and he said, you're 111th, do your job, be special three to six plays a game. That's all we need for you. That's that simple. Love I would it. think that's a huge relief for a guy that just went through a really challenging rookie year as a quarterback. He did uh, beat CJ Stroud. He did. Good morning, football. Lost everybody else pretty much. Actually, happy Friday. Have a good weekend. October's very own. Good morning, football. That's In this is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu.